the best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Um, let's welcome to our program. Um, I'm not sure if we've ever spoken to him to before. Attorney at Law Farid Ali. Good morning to you. Okay, I'm trying to see um, if we have Attorney Farid Ali with us. He's on, but I'm not hearing him. Attorney, uh, yes. Good we're morning. We hear you now. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's a privilege to be here. Nice to have you with us here this morning. We've been having a raging discussion for quite some time, and more so following this uh, judgment by Justice Frank C. Passar in the Inchan Ishmael versus Crocro. Uh, that whole scenario. I think it's public knowledge now what transpired in the two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar judgment that was awarded and everything else. Prior to that, we had a whole big discussion about how we got to that stage and some of the things that people do, some of the things that they shouldn't be doing and what people are allowed. Now, the, the discussion has become heated because um, different nuances have made their way into the discussion along race lines, along political lines, along class lines, and a whole different set of things. But at the crux of the matter is the issue of freedom of speech. And what does that mean? Um, and how far do you push the envelope when it comes to what you can and cannot say? So let's begin, attorney. Tell us, freedom of speech, what does that entitle you to do or not to do? Well, I guess we can begin the discussion by saying and by recognizing that the Constitutional Trans Tobago um, speaks to uh, what rights each and every citizen and every individual um, carries whilst they live within the boundaries of our state. Um, Section 4 of the Constitution speaks to, with regard to one's rights, um, one has some 11 freedoms or freedoms in relation to a right to do certain things. Um, Freedom of thought and freedom of expression um, is just one of those many rights. So regardless, let me put this in context, regardless of one's uh, race, one's origin, color, religion, sex, um, you're entitled to, as a citizen of Trinidad and Tobago, express uh, your thoughts and you're free to express your point of view. Now, um, that that right is not an absolute right, meaning that I'm not free to cast exclusions on your character. So, Satesh, if I were to say that, you know, um, I listen to your program every morning and I find you very informative, but there is a, a bias in your voice and that you favor in your commentary uh, one particular element of society as opposed to another, um, that may be a point of view. I'm, I'm free to express that, but I'm not free to, to say that, that you cast an aspersion along the lines of me impute that because you, you tend to carry a certain bias or carry a certain narrative in the way you conduct your program, that that makes you um, a racist or that makes you uh, somebody who is biased towards um, a particular element in the society and then therefore um, go so far to say that you're not a good host or you're, you're incapable of, of, of conducting a program of this nature. And in other words, uh, 
I impute and say things that are true um, or that can be backed up in fact. So if we were to put what, what transpired in, in context, um, we have a parliament. A parliament meets on a, a regular basis at, 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 at design intervals, assigned times, and that parliament discuss in a very free and open way things that are happening in the society in an effort to uh, forge laws to govern and regulate how people interact and interrelate. Um, what is said in parliament is what we call a privileged discussion, meaning I am free to call you anything I feel to see. Um, of course, you know, parliamentarians tend to be very, very direct and, and they may impute that the, the, the person on the other side um, stole the person on the other side uh, you know, siphon public funds into personal use. Um, but the protection that they have is that the forum in which it is set, um, the forum was created for free and frank discussion. Um, that is why we may hear parliamentarians say to another one, um, I, I challenge you to see that in a public space. In other words, you are making, you're imputing something about my character pure in a space where I cannot take action. Now, Calypsonians, Calypsonians have arrogated upon themselves through the years that they are the voice of the people and that what they see is sacred and that they are there to stand up for the rights of the man who cannot be sp spoken for. Um, what may have happened in this instance is uh, there's a tradition of Calypsonians pushing the envelope and there has never been consequence. Um, this particular businessman, perhaps he was of the view, and it, it's clear from what from what from the action that he brought, that he felt he himself was being discriminated against. He himself was being his character was being attacked. In fact, so much so that the Calypsonian referred to him as someone who uh, sells uh, car parts in a particular community, and and the car parts weren't of of you know fundamentally it was stolen car parts. Now, if it is the Calypsonian is not of the view that, you know, he conducts a legitimate business, that is not something he can put in the public space, unless it is he has facts to, to, to back it up. Um, without being able to, to qualify or to say with any degree of certainty that this is what he does and that he is somebody who um, cannot be trusted or he sells goods that, uh, and provides goods to the public at a price and those and, and the, the sanctity of the transaction um, on the basis of it being uh, lawfully attained, meaning that it is not a stolen item. That, that in itself is something that uh, impacts on the character of the individual. Now, where does the, the, the law draw the line in terms of freedom of speech and and, and and freedom of expression, and where does it draw the line in terms of protecting the interests of the businessman? The Calypsonian may have the freedom to say or to express himself, but that has that must be done in a way that that uh, that carries a certain level of taste and decorum, and um, and one that recognizes that though I have the freedom to say as I speak or to say what I feel, that. I must recognize that the other individual, in this case the business son, has the right to uh, to be treated equally in the eyes of the law, which is another another right. Ushani. He, he 
in Chanishmel, um, right to privacy, right to private life, right to enjoyment of property, right to conduct his, his, his business and, and not have to worry about somebody imputing uh, wrongdoing on his part is a right that the Constitution must uphold also. So there's a constant balancing act in the society. Um, if we may tell Luther a previous decision, if it, some years ago, um, Basil Pandey referred to a particular uh, business magnate as a pseudo-racist, saying that he is not a real racist, but, you know, he's somebody that may use somebody, uh, persons of a particular creed um, for, for economic gain. Um, and the court reigned in uh, Basil Pandey in that regard. And, um, and gave a judgment in favor of the business magnate, meaning that Pandey wasn't free to say what he felt or to express his opinion in a public space. So much so on a level that he could, he could uh, impact upon how people interpret the, the, the businessman. Um, there are parallels in, in, in this situation. The Calypsonian cannot arrogate upon themselves that they are the voice of the people, so much so that they can, they're free to say anything they want. It is wrong to to freely express oneself on a level where you you compromise the integrity, the economic integrity, the social integrity, or the the um, the sanctity of another man's name. In other words, Crow Crow crossed that line in in the in the context of the judgment in in imputing that in Chanishmel is is a businessman who sells items that that doesn't meet saleable value and, and, and clearly isn't legitimate, lawfully attained uh, parts. Are you following me? Yeah, I am. I, 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 yeah. I fully understand everything that you're saying. And the discussion is a relevant one for more than one reason. And, and we have this discussion on the program all the time. And I continue to tell people that freedom of speech does not give you the freedom to attack people and say things that are not true and get yourself in trouble. You can't attack people's character. You can't accuse people of committing crimes um, if you don't have evidence to suggest that and, and, and asserting other things. But in this country, we too fast and loose with remote. Um, and social media has played a great role in us having the impression that we can say whatever we want about whoever we want and all well and good, even though there have been more and more cases where precedent has been set contrary to that popular view. Uh, and, and I'll give you a classic example. When this judgment with Crow Crow was delivered, I posted it up on social media, and immediately people started making comments about racist and this and that, and I had to caution people to take down the comments, and I had to tell them, listen, you can't do that. And, and one gentleman even asked me why. Why can't he say these things? Why can't he post this? And I had to explain it to him. That you can't go around calling people racist just because you feel so. And there are, there are consequences for those actions. But let's, let's broaden the discussion from the Calypsonian to society at large. What's your opinion of people not having regards for these very, very important rules and laws? Well, I, I think the, the rules and the laws have always been there. The, the Constitution has, has pre-existed most of us. Um, it's it's 50 plus years old. Um, the, the issue that we're having is this. 
um, Justice Seepersad in addressing the situation. And I, I know I, I'm, I'm pushing the, the boundary back to, to, to the judgment here. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in, in looking at the, if you look at the language of the, of the reading, you, you indicated you had access to the judgment. He, he fundamentally and basically um, underlined that we all have uh, creative license as, as poets, as Calypsonians, as storytellers. But we can't abuse that license to the detriment of other persons. Um, a Calypsonian has the ability to comment on ills that he may see in society. He has the creative privilege to write on just about every topic and any topic that he sees fit. But when we look at the commentary coming from Chokdos, which is Dr. Hollis Liverpool, um, who's a veteran in the in, 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 in this sort of in, in this industry as a Calypsonian. He too said that the Calypsonian must be able to mask what he's saying. In other words, and in keeping with the, the spirit of what you just said, um, it's okay to, to have a view, but masking that view in such a way that doesn't cause uh, members of the public to assign value to what you're seeing or to believe what you're seeing, particularly when um, you're directly speaking of an individual and you can't back it up with facts in other words as an indi- as a as a creative person um Chogus is saying that you can use satire and you can use parody which are expressions in terms of linguistic styles or um expression through prose where you can be creative you can you can not be in other words you can be referring like in, in the form of a caricature to an individual who everybody knows um, who the person may be, but that individual can't say with any degree of certainty whether you're talking about them or whether you're talking about any number of persons. In other words, he could have said the same thing by referring to uh, a cross-section of, of people in, in the business community, not necessarily individuals, but say that business people tend to, and that would have been particularly clean. But it's when it is you start calling names, then what you what you do is you you're pinpointing an individual, and that is where he crossed the line. When you start identifying and and triangulating your opinions on a particular individual, then you're attacking the character of the person. And persons who listen to you as a Calypsonian, and, and the judgment that referred to the fact that he was a was a four-time Calypso monarch, he's a veteran in the industry. Um, he he's a trendsetter. People look up to him. There are people at the grassroots level. There are people on maybe in middle class, Trinidad Tobago, or even at another level, um, tend to see him or tend to assign value to what he's saying. So, if the right-thinking members of society, and this is where the law actually refers to, um, you know, the the strength of it. If right the right-thinking members of society hear Krukul, would they believe what he said? And um, according to the, the what is cried in the judgment, it is very likely that right-thinking people, knowing that he is a Calypsonian, knowing that he is a former Calypso monarch by four, meaning he won the title on four occasions, that what he's saying will be coming from a position of truth. So the in, in examining the, the content, um, the, the judge is saying that until parliament assigns 
legislative privilege. And let me say that in another way. Until laws are passed in this country where, which gives a Calypsonian um, a, level, a layer of protection on the same level that parliament has in terms of parliamentary uh, freedom of speech, in terms of being able to carry that argument in the in, in parliament and, and being exempt from uh, being sued, then the Calypsonian too is subject to the law. Mm-hmm. In other words, there is the, the analogy went so far to say that the origin of Calypso, if we get into the depths of where it came from, it came from a situation where in colonial Trinidad, uh, the, the British uh, government and, the, and the, the, the British rulers um, had put certain taboos in, in place in terms of certain things, drums couldn't be, could, could be, could be beat, um, steel pan playing was, was, was curtailed, um, there were certain social mores, social norms that they set in place, and they were controlling how people express themselves. So Calypso was used as a mechanism to quietly um, protest. Um, the, in the judgment, the, the judge went to say that so much so that times have changed, that there are different means and mechanisms for one to protest and express oneself now, and that um, the boundaries and the and the ethos that goes behind uh, singing Calypso has has evolved. So the Calypsonian needs to be more careful today than he would have been. And what he would have gotten away with in the 50s and the 60s, he can't get away with it now. So um, bearing in mind that we now have social media, and when you sing these things, um, persons may, may, may tape and record with their cell phones. Um, persons, there are different ways and mechanisms of recording what is being said, and it goes up on YouTube. It is shared on, on, through WhatsApp and through social media. Um, the communication that uh, persons make on a day-to-day basis, and in this case, uh, the Calypsonian, it can easily go viral. Yeah. Um, a, a Calypso of this nature could may have bitten minutes and seconds, uh, made its way beyond the boundaries of France and Tobago through social media. And people, so in other words, in Charles name and his characterization in the Calypso um, would have been communicated on a, on a larger scale. It wasn't limited to the Calypso text. It, was, it, 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 it crossed boundaries nationally, regionally, and globally. And um, Ishmael is saying that how people would begin, people on the ground, people at the, at the grassroots level, people at the middle class level, may be looking at him now and saying, but he is of a particular ill. He may be somebody that can't be trusted. And, and if it is a businessman, um, his commercial product and his corporate value is impacted by things said by other persons. Then his ability to make money and his ability to evolve himself economically and socially um, becomes impacted too. And he sought redress from the court and the, and the judge is finding safer in his argument. So I, I think it's the fact that not just Shogdas is saying that the Calypsonian must mask what he's saying. Uh, Ainsley King, the head of Tuco, also lend his voice to the to the argument saying that we have seen where the, the calypso tent has been impacted so much so that persons don't go and don't attend the tent on a, on a, on the on the numbers that they used to in the past and the tent has suffered uh some sort of economic loss because of the non-attendance of individuals who may feel that they were uh, affected by things said or they were being attacked mm-hmm. when they go to the tent verbally and otherwise. Yeah, there's a, so, um, uh, I think yes. Yes, there, yes. There, there's another element because um, it's amazing how fast the time is flying by. 
And before we know what's going on, it's going to be time to end the interview. But there's, I believe, another important element of the discussion that needs to be um, discussed a bit and some clarity. Because plenty times you hear people saying, well, I didn't say it, I just share it on social media. Does that open the person who shared something that is defamatory, does that open them up to litigation? And the answer to that is yes. If it is I, if it is I assist, aid, and abet, um, and encourage the dissemination or the or the propagation of of this material into the public space. Let me say it in lay language. If it is I am assisting in spreading this propaganda or spreading this untruth then I am as guilty as the man who created the, the untruth. So if I pen the untruth and I, and, I, and I put it into the public space and the media is um, sharing it near and wide, nationally, regionally, globally, um, then I am equally as liable and equally as culpable as the person who was the creator of it. So when the members of the public out there receive a, a WhatsApp uh, audio version of something, not just this but any other thing moving forward that compromises or that impacts upon somebody's character and it cannot be substantiated, then I'm a supporter of holder of the same and um, I'm equally responsible. The thing is, when you say you're going to sue somebody before the court or you're bring, making them accountable before the court, it is difficult for the impacted individual, you or me or in Chanishmel or anybody else who's going to be affected in the future by future calypsos. Um, we can't pinpoint it to the man in Kuva, the man in, in Moruga, the man in uh, Toku, Arima, who would have received it and shared it. We don't know. But we certainly could go after the man who we can find, the man who is an obvious disseminator of the information, meaning that we could go after the radio station and we could go after the, 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 the Calypsonian who, who are the easy and soft targets in the context of they can be found to be sharing or found to be the authors of. Um, in other words, there are people who quietly get away um, with, with sharing this sort of material simply because technology allows for ease of reference and for ease of purpose, it can be done. But um, the, the members of the public listening out there should become more circumspect now. Um, I, I believe that um, Raskamanda, who is the, the southern region um, head of, of Tuko, he came out and said he's going to respond in song. He didn't make a comment. Um, Shogalos came out and said, that you know, at least Calypsonians will now have to be mindful of what they say and how they see it. Um, it's been a changing in the landscape and a shifting in the sand as we speak. Creative persons will now recognize that um, you're, you're not free to do anything you want. You're not free to say as you wish. Um, you have to. You have to be uh, concerned when you when you're putting material out there about the impact and about whether what you're saying is true. In other words, whatever you say about, about someone must be able to stand up to scrutiny. It must be able to stand the test of uh, time. It must be able to, you, you must be able to say, if I refer to a man as a thief or I refer to a man as selling stolen goods, that I have a, a basis for it and it, is, it can be substantiated. Mm -hmm. So in other words, loose talk, loose talk and mindless thinking, um, that ought to stop now. I, I think that's where we're going to drop the curtains on our interview this morning because it is the last point here is one that I think people needed to hear from from an authority like yourself. 
for the obvious reason. People too loose and fast with their mouth. And they believe that, that well, here now, I didn't say it, you know, somebody else said it, and I just sharing it, absolves them from any sort of culpability, and it doesn't, as you've clearly outlined. Society has shown us in no uncertain terms that um, we don't necessarily, far too many of us anyway, consider these 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 hurdles that we can place in front of ourselves simply by the things we choose to say and do. And I want to thank you this morning for going into the detail that you did to explain to people why in many instances they shouldn't be engaging in the kind of behavior that they're engaging in and that it's not about stymieing freedom of speech but ensuring that freedom of speech works hand in hand with responsibility. And I think that's the, the message that you've sent clearly this morning. I want to thank you for being with us here this morning, Atini, and for sharing your insights into this now very, very controversial matter. It's a privilege to be here. I think it's important that people recognize that they cannot lose their position, their, their job and their privileges and weaponize it to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. So at least in Chanishman, in, in this instance, um, has gotten some level of vindication and, and justice. So hopefully it will set the pace as to how other persons like other Calypsonians approach their work. Yeah. Thank you once again for being with us here this morning at Jenny Farid Ali. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5.